0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Intentions Podcast. I'm your host, Ireland, and I'm so glad that you clicked on this episode today. You know, if you're a frequent listener of the pod, you know it's been a couple weeks and don't worry, I'm backtracking the episodes because I already had the ideas for these episodes like planned and whatnot, but basically I was traveling, so I did not pre-record, which I definitely should have. So anyways, we're backtracking. So we're going to take it back. But really with this kind of like backtracking situation, I don't really want to be in the current day telling you about like several weeks ago. So I might do like an update, like what I reflection segment or something in a different podcast episode, but for the next two, you can kind of just expect that these episodes are going to go up this week. Just know that they're, you know, later. So we're not going to do the intentional living or living out loud segments in these. And also I'm switching up the layout. You might've noticed my background's a little bit different. So now instead of the side of the bed, I'm on my bed because this is just way more relaxed and cozy and it just felt right, you know? But here is the downside to all of this is right across the street are construction workers who definitely are looking in at me probably right now as I do this, and they're like, she has a camera set up, she's laying on a bed. Sus, really sus, right? Blinds are open, but here we are, so no worries. It's fine, it's all gonna be fine. And also, yeah, I really should have gotten more cozy for this, but like, I just already had this shirt on and Since I'm batch recording these episodes, I'm going to have to change anyways. I was like, I don't need 5 million outfit changes. And the next one is going to be way more like cozy. You guys will see. So this one hopefully will go up this week. So regular scheduled program, programming coming back Thursday the like the original pod for Thursday was gonna be up then. We are just gonna get like two bonus episodes since I missed out a couple weeks ago. So anyways, that's kinda like the lowdown, some of the housekeeping things that I wanted to talk about. No idea if this is a flattering angle. So you know what, just bear with me on this. You can give me feedback below. If you're watching on YouTube, just let me know, Um, like, do you like the setup? Is it cozy? What's your vibe? Like, I feel like I had to have the blanket to cover myself. I don't know. It just felt right. So anyways, but if you're just listening, then welcome, welcome. I'm just in your ears. Like, you don't get to see my face, so it's fine. But here we are. So let's just, okay, that's all the housekeeping things. So let's just really dive into words to live by. Because we're just going to go right into the episode. And I always like to tie in the topic of the episode with my words to live by, my quote of the week or whatever. So this is the quote. This is from Pinterest. And... I mean, it's from somebody who said this quote, but I'm just going to say from Pinterest. That's where I found it. So anyways, it goes, it's a privilege to live in a constant existential crisis. It basically means everything else is already taken care of. And the only thing left to worry about is the condition of your soul. So also, if you see me like looking at this notebook, this is where I write down like all my thoughts and feelings, what I want to talk about on the pod. So anyways, this quote, existential crisis, obviously you clicked on this episode, we're talking about how to get out of a spiral, how to deal with an existential crisis. So this quote really put into perspective the idea of an existential crisis, and it allowed me to feel okay and kind of good about having existential crisis, crises, you know, I'm going to mess that up the whole time of the podcast, so like just know I'm aware of that right now like the grammar of the crises and crisis, whatever. Okay. So I think it's good to kind of have this perspective, um, for the idea of an existential crisis, because it really allows me I and mean, it gave me almost like per- permission to have an existential crisis or to embrace them because I really you know, it's just like a silly little spiral. It's like delulu Land, whatever. I think it's okay. And I don't really need to blow those out of proportion and take them, take the spirals too serious. You know, that's what all it is, is a spiral. And like, you can bounce back from it. It doesn't have to like change the course of your life. Like, because you had one crisis, you had one meltdown, you had several sessions of downward spiral. Like that doesn't that can just be what it is and move on. And so the fact that you have the capacity to spiral and question your whole life, then that's really a good sign, you know, because all of your other needs are being met. You're well fed. You're like, you know, like all of those, the, what's it called? The Maslow like pyramid, like hierarchy. It's like your shelter, safety, whatever, all of that's being met. And now we're at the top and we're just like, Oh, so, like, what is life? You know what I mean? And so, I just think that is really a good sign. This quote really kind of helped me to put that into perspective. And, you know, just next time you're in a spiral, just think of that quote because it really, I think, is a great way of looking at it. So, let's just dive right into the podcast topic, which is obviously getting out of a spiral, getting out of a rut how to deal with an existential crisis. So first we need to dive into what those terms, like what does that even mean? How can you even notice or recognize if you're in that type of situation? So likely if you clicked on this episode, you know, maybe you are going through that. You're trying to get out of a rut, trying to get out of a funk, you're spiraling, existential crisis. We're more so focusing on spirals and existential crisis, but it's kind of all like in that realm. So anyways, Um, how to really, you know, recognize that and deal with it. And like I'm saying, if you are clicking on this podcast episode, either you're just listening because you're a supporter and we love that, or you like, we're seeking out this topic. So maybe you already know what situation you're in. So this episode was definitely inspired by a recent spiral of mine that I had inside the Atlanta airport. Like that's gorgeous. We love that. We love an airport spiral. Like you can get really existential on an airplane when you're literally floating through clouds. You're just so disconnected from earth. You're like not grounded literally at all. You know, it can be tough. It can be quite the mind game going on up there in the sky. So this concept of an existential crisis is actually something that I feel like I, a couple years ago, I would regularly get them like it was like clockwork I was getting or I was having an existential crisis of some kind like really true what is the meaning of my life my identity like what is going on And I feel like maybe that's common for just like 20 year olds. Like when you just graduate college, you really don't know what you're trying to get out of life. You don't really know like what's going on, what you're doing with your life, where you're living, who your friends are. Like, it's really a confusing time. There's a lot of change happening. So like, I get why that would be a thing, but also, so like, I don't think I have them as regularly, but it also, I definitely think it has something to do with my cycle because there will be like just a couple days every month. Month where I'm like super existential and then it's like back to normal. So it ebbs and flows. So anyways, all that to say, it's like, I know what I'm talking about here. Like I have been dealing with these, um, existential crisis and you know, that's okay. So anyways, basically the, the whole Just of just like embracing, like, you know what? Yeah, okay, let's say you have an existential crisis, like, that's fine. So, we need to be aware of them and to really truly understand when we're having them. So, basically, that's extremely draining and disruptive to your life to always be having an existential crisis. So, my most recent spiral was at the airport, which is like the least ideal environment to have you know, that kind of crisis. So let's break down the crisis and spiral. Like, what is it, you know? So an existential crisis is an inner conflict characterized by the impression that life lacks meaning or by confusion about one's personal identity. So it can either be kind of like small fish, you know, like big pond kind of concept, like what is my purpose trying to find your identity or it can just be kind of like looking out, you know, you're staring up at the stars. Like what does this little speck me here on earth? Like we're literally floating on a rock, you know? And I would always say that as like a way of coping with something bad happening. Like a lot in college when you're like, you're literally grinding, you know, doing this calculus problem. And it's like, for what we're literally floating on a rock. So that's when I feel like the existential crisis start to come on, you know, times like that. So let me just set the scene for you and about my most recent spiral at the airport because I feel like I'm extra prone to an existential crisis when I'm traveling because you're limited on what you can do in the airport. You're trapped inside this building like you literally have no access to the outside world. You can't even go outside for a breath of fresh air. And I'm usually traveling alone, so it's hard to like kind of get out of my head when that's the case. You can't really call people at the airport, it's too loud. Like there's just like so much going on. It's can be really like overstimulating, or if you turn inward, it's almost scary because you're like, like I said, like small fish, big pond. So anyways, um usually I'm traveling alone. So like I get really in my head. And all I really have the ability to do is like overthink at the airport and people watch. So A few weeks ago, I was in Atlanta and, you know, really just questioning my life. Like, what's my purpose? What am I doing? Like, you know, thinking about career, whatever, like all these things. There's just like all the questions start popping up. You know, I also tend to think about my future a lot, which in turn leads me to like sometimes a spiral because I don't like don't nothing certain. So uncertainty definitely leads me to spirals, like when I am not in control. So you know, that's kind of like what what's going on in my brain. And it's such a mind game in the airport, because you feel so helpless. And like, life isn't really your own, because you're just at the mercy of like these airlines, the pilots, whatever, you're just like, I don't know. It's just like you're in the simulation at the airport a little bit. And so I just really feel like helpless. And I feel like it's just such a bad combination of things going on. And that's what leads to the spirals for me at the airport. So that's kind of like me just kind of setting the scene, the definition, and then me sh- like talking through what's going on in my head when I'm spiraling or having an existential crisis. And I think hopefully that will give you like a good depiction of what a spiral or existential crisis is, at least for me, because I want to just kind of like you have to know what you're dealing with before you can like dive into it and try to problem solve it. So similar to an existential crisis is a spiral and a spiral is a situation where a series of negative thoughts, emotions, and actions continuously feed back into themselves. So this is like a negative compounding event you know, a lot of times this would be like a downward spiral type of thing. So spirals to me are like a light version of an existential crisis, because spirals are kind of easy to find yourself in. These are things that can just be like day to day, like I'm spiraling, you know, one thing set me over the edge and I'm spiraling. Negative thought after negative thought compounds, then that can lead to like an existential crisis. So to me, it's like, spiral existential crisis you know so anyways it's kind of easy to slip into the spiral um, once that negative thought is like pops in your head and you start to overthink that and then you just like dramatize it and take it entirely too far and I feel like that's where the problem occurs so obviously I don't want to just talk about like oh yeah I'm spiraling like haha You know, we want to problem solve here on this podcast and talk about solutions, talk about our intentions to deal with these kinds of situations that arise and how to get out of a spiral, how to exit your spiral, how to deal with your existential crisis. So, first, let's go into the spiral because it's kind of like, I feel like the more day to day, like you could enter encounter a spiral, but then like on a more grand scale, you know, how do you deal with the existential crisis? So how do you exit a spiral? Number one, you have to be aware. So you have to recognize when you're in the spiral. So that's the whole point of me, like trying to talk through, you know, give you the definition of the spiral, give you my personal anecdotes with with this. So this is crucial if you're prone to spirals frequently. It may be hard to distinguish a downward spiral if you're constantly like in this state. If you have negative self-talk going on all the time, that could be the same as you're like constantly in this downward spiral. So if you notice a series of negative thoughts or emotions, or you notice a situation that you're kind of like just blowing way out of proportion, then it's important to recognize that as a spiral. You have to be aware of it if you want to like overcorrect it and get back on the path of like just mental, you know, solitude, not mental solitude, just like the right path of thinking because the spirals can be, like I said, detrimental. Like we don't want to spiral. It's not ideal. You know, it's like the spirals. Sometimes it could be you watch a TikTok and then you spiral and then you're like researching all this stuff. You know, we've all been there, but first step in like exiting your spiral is being aware, hey, okay, I recognize, like, I'm kind of spiraling. Like, I keep going down this negative self-talk, like, this negative thought just keeps snowballing. Like, it's rolling down the hill. It's gaining more traction. Okay, mm, this isn't cool. Like, too much is going on now. I'm, like, oh, I'm literally the worst. And, like, that's when the negative self-talk It just gets too much, or it's like one situation happens that's like kind of negative, but it's all about perspective. So you're viewing this situation as negative when it doesn't really necessarily, it's like neither good nor bad. It's just like the facts, like this is what happened. And you just take it, dramatize it, blow it all way out of proportion. And you're like, everybody hates me. Like everybody's out to get me. Like, listen, like I've been there, like totally. I do that all the time. I still do that. But that's just like, That's whenever you recognize those things, that's when you're like, okay, I'm spiraling. So the next way, kind of next step of exiting your spiral is choosing self-compassion over self-criticism. So oftentimes my spirals, you know, are a matter of, um extreme self-criticism. So it's a matter of setting unrealistic expectations and looking too far into the future rather than living in the present moment. So if this occurs, the self-criticism really creeps in and I really talk down on myself. That negative self-talk happens and it's really hard to kind of like talk yourself up and hype yourself up when it's already gained all that traction. So in order to break this cycle, you have to eliminate shame and self-punishment through self-compassion. And so how how do you have self-compassion? Like that sounds easy, but like compassion does not come easy to me, like for myself, for others. I don't know, maybe I'm like stone cold a little bit, a little cold hearted. Not really, but like it just seems like that sometimes with compassion because I'm really self-critical and I can be critical of others, like if I'm being honest. So I just always have like such high expectations for myself and for others. And I have the whole podcast episode on expectations and how, you know, really we shouldn't have expectations. We should just have standards, whatever. I'll link that below because that was a really good one. I need to re-listen to it because I still struggle with that. So anyways, how do you have self-compassion? So one, you have to notice when you are in pain without detaching from the pain. You're just like recognizing, Hey, I'm like talking kind of mean to myself. Like the negative self-talk is present. So also you have to normalize being in distress. That's just part of being human. Like having that kind of mental, like, okay, yeah, I'm in distress right now. Okay, that's okay. That's a human thing to do. I don't need to even be more self-critical than I already am for being self-critical. Like not beating yourself up for beating yourself up basically. And then you have to offer yourself kindness. So obviously not easier said than done. So one way to do this would be to just like literally get out a piece of paper and like write down all your accomplishments. I think that's super helpful. When it comes to like kind of trying to distract your mind, like trying to have compassion for yourself, really understand like, Hey, okay, why should I be compassionate for myself? Like give yourself reasons if it's hard for you to like, just come up with them on your own other than like, you just should be nice to yourself. Like if you don't love yourself, like who's going to kind of thing. You know, if you don't treat yourself nice, nice, if you don't hype yourself up, like who's going to? So rather than just the negative self talk um, with your situation, really view it from an outsider perspective, because likely instead of chastising yourself, you know, really establishing. A game plan or action plan on how to get out of or solve the problem you're in. Because oftentimes, like if you were to present your problem or your negative emotion or your situation, whatever, to a friend, they're not going to immediately be like, Yeah, that was so dumb. Like, I can't believe you did that. That was stupid. Why would you do that? They're going to be like, Okay, yeah, I understand that that maybe wasn't the best move. I see where you kind of messed up a little bit, but here's how you can correct it. And they're going to offer you solutions. They're not just going to like, you know, stab you and twist the knife kind of thing. If you have good friends, you know, so trying to like remove yourself from situations and viewing them from outsider perspectives kind of helps you to have that self-compassion. So the next step in exiting your spiral is disrupting the thought pattern. So movement is a great disruptor and I love to try to get outside when I'm spiraling. Even like if this is like an anxious thing for you, your spiral, getting outside, movement, going to a workout class, just maybe it's just getting in your car, going for a drive, changing your environment. This is always huge for my mental. Also taking a shower. It's always a good like cleanse of the body, cleansing your mind because i feel like when you get in the shower you're just like in there doing the things like body wash, shampoo, conditioner, whatever and like your mind isn't going to the deep dark places typically. So, the, you know, the concept of touching grass. That's what you really need to help, you know, get over the edge of your spiral, like get out of the hole that you're digging yourself in. Another step is talking to humans it can be easy to isolate yourself when you're in a spiral or not wanting to like put your problems on somebody else. So you don't even have to talk about your spiral with these people. You can maybe just simply use the, your friends, family, whatever as a distraction and kind of, it puts into perspective like whatever you're thinking about probably isn't really that deep. You know, you might be making it bigger than it really needs to be in your head. So Or if you do talk to like your friends about your spiral, you know, usually they could offer up some sort of advice and or anecdotes, whatever it is, that might help put into perspective your thing, offer up solutions, things like that. So these are some of my tips for exiting your spiral. Like, you know, we don't want to stay in the spiral. We want to be on the upward gaining traction, like climbing towards higher our higher self you know what I mean so the existential crisis this is similar and in many ways typically an existential crisis is questioning the meaning of life your values your purpose you know so let's just kind of dive into how to deal with your existential crisis and I'm trying to say how much time how long I've been rolling. It's so far away when the camera's all the way at the end of the bed. But anyways, so let's discuss this. So number one is to find joy in the small things. So things like practicing gratitude, practicing mindfulness. These are like all tips in pretty much every like self-help, self-care, whatever, how to do better, be better, whatever. But it's really true. Like Just the other day, I haven't really been journaling as much, so that's on me. I need to do more like journaling because it's so therapeutic, but it's so true. Like if you write down what you're grateful for, or even if you just think of these things at night before you go to bed, it just is really such a mood changer and really just recognizing all of the privileges and blessings that you already have in your life And also with mindfulness, being present in the moment, that's really helpful to me because usually my existential crisis are, it's like so big and broad and like usually so far in the future and it's not really about me right now. It's not really a problem I can solve right now. So it's like this leads into the next way to deal with your existential crisis is focusing on what you can control. You know, all you can do is all you can do. And if it's something that you can't control, okay, make a game plan and an action like list steps to follow to actually improve or take strides to solve this problem. But otherwise, if it's something you can't control, what are you going to do about it besides worry? Like, literally, what's the point? You're wasting your time. So, the next way to deal with an existential crisis is to really, okay if it's something that's occurring so often really dive into a personal like identity and personal rebrand almost really s- take time to sit down and write out your values write out your beliefs really identify like who you are at your core because that might help with like correcting we're limiting these existential crises Because if you find that your values are this, this, and this, and you start to evaluate your life and they are not lining up, okay, that would make sense while you're having these existential crisis, crises all the time. So then really start to take your vision for your life, take your, um, beliefs and your values and, Evaluate your life. How can you implement these things into your life? What are the things you're doing that uphold these values? And it really will start to, you know, help you limit these existential crises that you're having because otherwise you're just going to constantly be spiraling. If you feel like you're living a life that's not your own. So like that kind of ties back into the whole concept of big intentions and setting intentions, being intentional with your life. That's what all my podcast topics are really tying back to at the end of the day is really taking the time to be present in your life and evaluate it so that you are living a life that you're intentional about. And then in turn, you know, you might have one or two, random existential existential crisis here and there but overall you're really going to limit the amount of crises and spirals if you're being really intentional in your day-to-day and it really takes maybe a personal rebrand or like an identity check of like okay who am I who do I say I am how does that measure up to how I live my life and because ultimately your beliefs determine your destiny, so these are just some of the ways that I would recommend you exit your spiral, you deal with your existential crisis, and these are all things that personally I could implement or have implemented into my life to help me deal with these things. Because like I, like I said, I be spiraling, I be Delulu, I be in the existential crisis. And it's really just like not fun and it's totally not productive. So if you find yourself in this situation, listen back to this episode and hopefully it helped. It's helpful to you. It gives you some action steps in order to kind of like skirt out of the spiral. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I will catch you several more times this week. So don't worry. We'll have some more lighthearted, fun conversations. Um, towards the middle and the end of the week. So if you guys liked this podcast episode, please like this video. If you're watching on YouTube, comment. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please leave a five-star rating and review. That helps the podcast so much. And I really appreciate it. Thanks. Love you guys. You can find me on Instagram at Ireland12. Let me know what you thought of the podcast episode. And yeah, that's all I have for you guys. Thanks so much. Love you. Bye.